Alex Reisenkopf is the CEO and founder of Get Vocal, a live streaming platform. Welcome, Alex. Great to talk to you. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So tell us, tell us a little bit about Get Vocal. What what kind of platform it is, and what some of the uh, the basic features are for people who are new to to learning about Get Vocal. Absolutely, would love to. So. In a way, we are a live streaming platform. So content creators, specifically podcasters, can create live interactive um, shows. And we have features like simulcasting to all the platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope. However, we're not just a live streaming tool. Get Vocal is a social platform as well. So as a creator, you can have a channel. Um, your audience can subscribe to that channel. Your content lives in that channel on demand. Um, your audience can see upcoming events that you might have in that channel. And there's even a um, hangout within that channel where your audience can engage with each other when there's not something going on. So it's there's a discovery element to the content. It's much more than just a live streaming tool. And how are you finding um, most people are using it so far? Are they using it to hang out? Are they using it to do shows, uh, interview shows, podcasts, live stream shows, solo group shows? Um, are they choosing to live stream to Facebook or other platforms? Or are they choosing to stay within the, the, the Get Vocal ecosystem? So there is actually quite a bandwidth of use cases that we're seeing. What's important to us is that the use cases are distinctly separated. So mm -hmm. if someone is doing a show and it's really about um, content, then the Hangout part needs to be separate from that. So that's one. Um, we do see a lot of the creators simulcasting out to the platforms. It makes a lot of sense because the other platforms is where the content creators have their reach. So is it you pick one of the platforms that you go to at the same time as you're broadcasting within uh, the Get Vocal interface? You can do all three. Oh, you can do all three at the same time? Yes. Wow. Um, and so you guys are supporting the bandwidth and everything for that? Yeah. Wow, that's that's pretty impressive that um, from Get Vocal, you can actually stream out to three platforms plus have your own viewers show up within the Get Vocal uh, system as well. Are you finding that um, how does it work with the chat? Um, do they just need to open an, like a browser window for Facebook or whatever and watch the chat on the browser? Is that how they do it? Yes, the, the, we don't pull in the chat from the other platforms. Um, and is that something you're thinking about doing or? There's a lot of conversation around that. Right. Actually, there are pros and cons to that. The pros are that for the host, it's easier to have one single place where all of the comments are aggregated. Right. Of course, we want to have an incentive for the audience to actually come over to our platform. So we're not sure yet if that's something that we're going to build or not. Yeah, that, that makes sense because it's sort of like if you really want to be an engaged viewer, come into the the chat within Get Vocal, participate in the community, become a part of the community. And also, you may have an opportunity to just hop in one of the seats and actually share your your thoughts or your question on on camera. 
Um, and so that I think I think it there there's definitely pros and pros and cons of of, of both sides. Um, what do you think in terms of features? Anything that you're thinking of for the future that that the platform doesn't have as of right now? So there's always a huge product roadmap, obviously, right. that is inspired by our interactions with the user community. I think we've come a long way since September when we launched um, Get Vocal to the public. We've very much been concentrating on creating features that make it easier for the content creators to host their content, host their shows, but also have that engagement um, after the shows, you know, have those right. features where their audience, their sub channel subscribers get notified when something's going on. One of the next things um, that we're releasing is mobile broadcasting. Currently, you can only go live from a web platform. And end of next week, you'll be able to do that from your Android or iOS app as well. So um, full parity across the different platforms. And I think that that's probably something that not too many other players have. Um, then a second one is that we're probably going to be introducing native screen sharing pretty soon as wow. well. So you can do all of that magic with third-party software already today. But the screen, and we don't want to be too extensive with the features that we support around there because the the more sophisticated broadcasters have their own features, their own tools that they're going to use anyway. But screen right. sharing is definitely something that we know we have to offer. Right, right. Now, if you're using, um, I'm using multiple platforms <laughs> actually right now. Um, it, would Is there a way or are you thinking of enabling people to RTMP in? So if I'm going from say Wirecast or StreamYard or whatever, I could I could go to a restreaming service or something like Switchboard Live, like we're using tonight, and then send that through a RTMP push to uh, get vocal. So currently, we do not support ingesting, but we support um, outgoing RTMP. Okay, mm -hmm. and so then I could I could do something like a virtual cam in from Wirecast or a virtual microphone and and do it that way if I wanted to use other production software in tandem with with Get Vocal. Absolutely. And that's that's how it's being used already. We're talking with Alex Reisenkampf. He's the uh, CEO, founder of Get Vocal. It's a live streaming platform. Some people do call it the new blab. Let's let's address the elephant in the room. Um, it does bring back some of the things that people really missed from from Blab, and that is people all sort of being together in a community, having that pre-show chat before the recording goes on. I mean, I tried to do pre-show here and want to do a little post-show, trying to bring that more and more to my broadcast wherever I broadcast. But I think there's, there is an intimate feel that when you're on a platform like Get Vocal and you stop streaming to the social networks and then you, have, you continue the chat amongst people in a more contained environment. Is, is that something that was inspired by Blab or the platform at all? Did you look back on the fact that Blab had a, a special community or was that not it really at all in the thinking when you started Get Vocal? 
So we started get vocal. Um, the idea and the decision to start get vocal happened before we were really aware of what Blab had done. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, a substantial amount of the user base what were Blab users as well. So I would say we're picking up where where they left off. Right, right. Although the thing that Blab did better than than most is the community thing. And they didn't get they didn't they didn't necessarily figure the tech out, but they got the the community side down and that was kind of unique at that time. It was a different time too. It was before streaming to Facebook and and YouTube and and so forth. I want to get back to the mobile thing because I'm I'm really excited about that. So, if you were to r- originate a broadcast from a mobile device, you'd have all the features of get vocal in that you could bring in you know, people could jump in and chat with you and, and, and everything else you could stream to other platforms. The setup of simulcasting you would have to do on web, at least in the first iteration, we will not support doing that, setting that up from mobile, but apart from that full parity. So you have your moderation tools, you have everything you can switch between what we call the hangout mode that's a two by two video grid or the presenter mode where there is one highlighted video box you can do all that stuff on mobile as well and it records as well you can record as well all these things yeah right right um i I guess you know i don't know if you're you're aware that um youtube changed its policies recently for live streaming through its mobile app that you can no longer go live with uh under a thousand subscribers to your channel um so i've been doing some videos on other ways you could go to a mobile phone they all in you know basically mean either going to another platform from your phone and then that sends it over or through you know a hardware encoder or different different methods a little mobile uh app encoder or whatever so um if you did offer that that would be another way for people to get to youtube who don't have uh, a thousand subscribers because there's no there's no restriction on going through an encoder. There's just a restriction on going from the mobile app. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, talk about Patreon. The integration with Patreon is exciting. How's that uh, developing, and and how does that work for users of Get Vocal? So the basic case is, as a Patreon creator, you can host exclusive events for your supporters. And that is actually really starting to pick up. And it's it's quite exciting. We thought it was a nice to have for Patreon creators to be able to offer that. But what we found is that it actually really moves the needle in terms of their monetization. We've had cases where Patreon creators advertised a single exclusive Patreon event that um, allowed them to get more than $1,000 in annualized revenue from that single event. So it really moves the needle. Wow. Um, and, and so it, it, you, you set up your Patreon account and your Get Vocal account just like you would uh, independently, and then there's, there's a tie-in as far as the live event goes? So the way that it works is if you're, so you're the creator, you Mm -hmm. sign up to get vocal using your Patreon login. And then um, you create an event on the get vocal platform and you restrict that event to whatever tiers you want to. 
And then if you, you share out the event and the Patreon subscribers that are coming in need to sign up with their Patreon account as well. And if they are part of the tiers that have access, that have been granted access by the creator, they can automatically jump into the show. If not, they get prompted to become subscribers of that tier right, right. and they are not able to join. Okay. Um, so that is integration with Patreon that definitely yeah. uh, sets Get Vocal apart. What else do you think is different about Get Vocal from other live streaming, either encoding software or production software or going live natively? However people choose to go live, what, what makes Get Vocal unique? So... If, if, if Blab was still around, uh, we would have someone who's doing something very similar to what we're doing, but Blab's right. not around. And therefore, what we're doing is unique in the sense that we're not just a live streaming tool. We're actually a live video communities platform. Right. We're the one-stop shop where you as a creator can host your content, can engage with your community, can get discovered by users that might not be part of your community yet, can engage with other folks that you meet there. Um, it's, it's, it's really the community aspect mm -hmm. that is inspired by the content. Right. That is what Get Vocal is. Just a tool to create your content, we're much more than that. So in that sense, I think what we're doing, what we're offering is very different from um, all the other live streaming platforms um, out there. If, if you will, you could say that we are the combination of a live streaming tool and the community mechanisms of a Facebook group. Right, right. How, how do you plan to monetize it going forward? So what we're, what our goal is to help creators monetize and then take a cut from that. We, we have a bunch of users that are like, take our money. <laughs> we don't want this to be a free service. We're afraid that you will go away because it's not a sustainable business. So that's definitely plan B. Um, we might do that. We would love to not do that and keep it free for both creators and the regular user forever. Um, plan A is, as I said, help the creator monetize and take a cut from that. So the way that we're already doing that is by allowing Patreon creators to host events and um, give them some support to boost their following because of the incentive of uh, an exclusive Get Vocal event. Right. The right. next step is, we're already experimenting with that a little bit, is that as a creator, you, let's say you get sponsored by something. Let's say you're a podcaster and you already have a sponsor. Instead of just reading out a sponsorship and, you know, via voice explaining a code, a promo code or something like that, you can integrate a call to action in the format that allows your audience to immediately go to some kind of checkout of the sponsorship that you have. And so we see a huge opportunity at supporting, especially podcasters, to monetize in different ways, initially with their most engaged audience, but then also beyond that. 
Wow, that's that's impressive. Um, when you look at at some of the content that's on the platform now, what stands out if you had to spotlight a few shows or a few different ways that people are using the platform? What what have you seen so far that uh, is worthy of mention? So it's eclectic. There's a lot of different stuff on the platform. I I. I I couldn't say that, you know, it's more sports or it's more this or it's more that. It's it's eclectic. Um, what we are focusing on is we're very much supporting the podcaster community, reaching out to the podcaster community in creating a space where the podcaster community can network with each other. And then obviously our intention is that podcasters see that and then get inspired to do their own shows. So we have a couple of podcasters that are doing content for podcasters on the platform. For example, we have um, Matthew Passy, the um, the podcast consultant, who's uh, doing something tonight on the platform. We have a couple of others, um, and that's definitely something that we're focusing on. And have you given any thought to like what might be something in the live sp- streaming space that that isn't that we're not seeing a lot of on any platform that you think, wow, there's an opportunity or there's something you'd like to see, or, Hey, if somebody did that kind of show on live video, I would, I would be, you know, the first one signing up to watch. You know, that's really a question of personal taste and it's different right. for everyone. I like, um, political shows so there are some folks that do political stuff there are some folks that do cultural stuff that's the kind of stuff that i like to watch Um, but it's really different for for everyone when it comes to political stuff those are hot button topics and and what we're seeing is that they are being discussed because it's live video in a more respectful manner on average than it might happen on other more text-based platforms. So that's definitely something that we're excited about, excited about because we feel, you know, there's a need for more reasonable political interaction. Conversation. Conversation. Exactly. Um, So that's something that we would like to see. We're not particularly pushing that because um, there's a bunch of other areas that are less contentious that um, we think are great as well. Right. Right. And tell us a little bit about your background as far as what brought you to decide to go into the live streaming space. So I've been an entrepreneur for a while. I've been a fintech entrepreneur that stands for financial technology. I'm from Germany. So I've been an entrepreneur in Europe involved with um, two different companies. One of them is the challenger of Square, card payments for merchants. The other one was a lending company for um, small and medium-sized enterprises. All of that in Europe. Um, So live streaming was very different from the bread and butter that I was involved in as an entrepreneur. But about five years ago, I had the idea that led to, or I faced the problem that led to starting Get Vocal. And in a nutshell, I was reading an article somewhere and I went to the commentary section and the comments were trash. And I went down the rabbit hole on Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and where, you know, what have you and felt depressed and not well-informed. And I realized 
even though we're so connected via the internet with everyone who has an internet enabled device on the world, our interactions, our conversations are not that great. And it really has to do with the format of the interaction because it's text and it's asynchronous and it's very anonymous. So if you see someone, if you hear someone, if you can get that immediate feedback from someone, you have a totally different social contract. And right. so that was the motivation. And then the question was, okay, how are we going to create something meaningful um, around this concept? And that's really how the that's the genesis of the idea i'd say well it's so great to meet you and and hear about your plans for get vocal we always love seeing people entering the live streaming space and and bringing new ideas so thank you so much for joining us getvocal.com g-e-t-v-o-k-l uh check it out and uh, let us know what you think if you've tried it let us know what you think as well uh thanks so much alex great chatting with you Thank you so much, Ross, for having me.